When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Well met fellow adventurers, now it is time to explore the lair of what in the ruins beneath Pakwar. Here we go. You're standing in the midst of several massive piles of rubble. The towering heap of debris, once grand structures that dominated the heart of this ancient place, appear to have collapsed suddenly, likely as a result of some great calamity base of one of the two toppled structures, partly obscured from view by two cracked columns. It's a dark opening leading down into a broad tunnel. Sharp, damp outcroppings of stone jut out from the sides of the opening at odd intervals, providing a late makeshift ladder by which you might make your way down into the hole. An overwhelming sense of decay rises out of the opening. Climb down into the dark hole, taking care not to lose your grip on the dank outcroppings of stone. You slowly lower yourself into the dark, rotting lair. You're standing at the bottom of a steep and narrow shaft leads up and out of this rotting lair. To the east and west, broad, dank tunnels vanish into the darkness. The stench of decay is overwhelming. So I'm on the northern side of this dungeon, and I'm going to go west. Suddenly, a fierce chorus of shrieks erupt out the shadows ahead, as a, la- as a swarm of large, black-haired rats, their eyes glowing silver, quickly fill the corridor. Unable to escape the vicious horde, now pressing in on all sides, you bravely hold your ground and engage the first of the giant rats. Silver-eyed rats, one of many. The vicious silver-eyed rats tear at your flesh with its fangs and is slain. 3xp. The rat shrieks loudly in the throes of death as its bloody carcass lands on the floor. Its glowing silver eyes flicker brightly before going dark. Unable to escape from the vicious horde, now pressing in on all sides, you bravely hold your ground to engage the next of the giant rodents. Two of many, and his silver-eyed whack tends your flesh with its fangs. Another 3xp. Unable to escape the vicious horde, now pressing in on all sides, you bravely hold your ground and engage the next of the giant rodents. It's number three. And it's just slain. The remainder of the rat swarm, perhaps deterred by the ease with which you dispatch their vicious kin, scatters into the surrounding shadows, swiftly disappearing into darkness. After taking a few moments to check over your equipment, you once again set off through the festering lair. Okay, oh, here's those rats again. A vicious chorus of squeaks erupts out the shadows ahead as a swarm of large black-haired rats, their eyes glowing silver, quickly fill the corridor. Just got one of many. Alright, here comes number two. Tear out my flesh with their fangs. Here's number three. Ooh, four. These are slightly braver, these rats. 
or slightly stupider, maybe a bit of both. Uh, and they fly. They, they flee now. Range of the Waps. After taking a few moments to check over equipment, you once again set off through the festering lair. Okay, I've, I've made my way to the west. Here's something suddenly. As you step into the small chamber at the end of the passage, you're horrified by the nightmarish sight between your eyes. A massive horde of black-haired wats, their eyes blazing silver, shriek loudly as they swarm over what appears to be a small fragment of stone. Now and again, the tide of rodents retreats from the object, giving you a clear view of what appears to be part of a statue depicting a large wat. Seconds later, however, the flood of wats... Rat swarms forward, crawling and clawing their way one as they climb back onto the stone fragment. The giant rats seem to take no notice of you. Okay. So, this, this stone statue is somehow being used to control the rats and have them attack things they probably really wouldn't bother with. Because, because, you know, they keep killing them. <laughs> yes. Attempt to retrieve the stone fragment. As you step towards the swarming wats, the vicious rodents, their eyes blazing with silver, turn to face you, shrieking wildly. You quickly come to the realisation that the entire horde is about to surge towards you. You also realise that unless you flee immediately, you may not be able to escape this chamber alive. Okay, okay, I'm just making sure there's absolutely no skin exposed. I hold my ground and face the rat horde. Visor down. <laughs> With the massive hordes of rats pressing in from all sides, you bravely engage the nearest of the vicious creatures. Due to the vast number of rats that fill this chamber and the ferocity with which they're guarding this, the stone fragment, flight from this battle is not an option. It's the first silver-eyed wat tears up my flesh with its fangs. To XP, the wat shrieks loudly in the throes of death as its bloody carcass lands on the floor. Its glowing silver eyes flicker brightly before going dark. Alright, it's number two. Just bash it. Eyes flicker. Go dark. It's number three. Number four. Number five. Oh my. This idol, this statue is lending them extra courage. Number six. Oh, they're getting tougher. Number seven. Number eight. Oh, blimey, that's a lot of rats. Number nine. Nine rats. Blimey. And here comes number ten. The tenth rat. Eleven. Alright, fine. Oh, 125 combat XP and 128 experience to general. The remainder of the Watsaw, perhaps deterred by the ease with which you dispatch their vicious kin, scurries out of the chamber, swiftly disappearing along the corridor outside. They take you a few moments to recover from the brutal fight. You step forward to examine the statue sword over which the Wats had been swarming. A closer examination of Stone Idol reveals it to be the high quarters and tail of, of an idol carved to resemble a giant hideous wat. Believing the statue starred, shard will prove to be of some use, you promptly take possession of it. It's a stone idol fragment view. The stone fragment is one piece of a smashed idol has been carved to rep resemble a giant hideous wat. 
You currently possess one of these shards. You possess a shard that depicts the hindquarters and tail of what appears to be a hideous rat idol. After, after carefully searching the rest of the chamber, finding nothing of any particular interest, once again prepare to resume your exploration of this dark, rotting lair. Okay, that's the northwest corner done. Now, I'll go east, and there's a little alcove to the north. But first, I'll heal from all those bites the rats did. Suddenly, in a small, debris-filled chamber at the end of the corridor, you make a gruesome discovery. Lying in the corner of the chamber, now little more than a heap of decaying, rag-covered bones, are the skeletal remains of a large man. A rusted axe lies at his side, next to which are scattered the cloven skulls of seven large rats. Piers that this brave, or foolhardy adventurer, made his last, last stand in this very room, perhaps no more than a year ago. How the how are so many people getting down here? I mean, you can't go down here unless you press the button. And nobody pressed the button because that sword killed everyone who tried to press the button. Well, maybe there's another entrance. I'm just going to say it's another entrance. Suddenly, you catch sight of something on the floor beneath the remains of the dead man. Your gaze locks onto a small but bulging cloth pouch. Much to your surprise, the cloth pouch, which falls apart as you take hold of it, contains a pair of heart-shaped emeralds. Immediately realising the value of the sizeable gems, you quickly secure them in amongst your other possessions. It's a pair of heart-shaped emeralds. You, you found these sizable emeralds, each shaped like a heart, in the rotting lair in the ruins beneath the city of Pakwur. To making a quick search for of the west of the chamber, you check over your equipment before once again resuming your exploration of this dark rotting lair. Ah, right, that's something I'm going to show to Timmy Cliff. Because I think he might like them. I mean, they are strange and rare. Okay, I... There's a little alcove to the south now. Suddenly, as you step into a small chamber at the end of the passage, you're horrified by the nightmarish sight that greets your eyes. A massive horde of black, wet-haired rats, their eyes blazing silver, Shrieking loudly as they swarm over what appears to be a small fragment of stone. Now and again, the tide of rodents retreats from the object, giving you a clear view of what appears to be part of a statue depicting a large rat. Seconds later, however, the flood of rats swarms forward, crawling and clawing their way over one another as they climb back onto the stone fragment. The giant rats seem to take no notice of you. They will now as I attempt to retrieve the stone fragment. As you step towards the swarming rats, the vicious rodents, their eyes blazing silver, turn to face you, shrieking wildly. You quickly come to the realisation the entire horde is about to surge towards you. You also realise that unless you flee immediately, you may not be able to escape this chamber alive. Face the rat horde. Alright, here's the first one. And... Oh, wait. Oh, back to rat fighting. Number two. There it goes. Number three. Four XP for that. Number four. Another 4xp. Number 5. The 5th rat. Number 6. How many rats will there be? Number 5. Oh, only 5 that time. 128 experience to general. The remainder of the rat swarm, perhaps deterred by the ease with which you dispatch their vicious kin, 
scurries out of the chamber, vicious swiftly disappearing along the corridor outside. After taking a few moments to recover from the brutal fight, you step forward to examine the statue shard over which the rats had been swarming. Hello. Yeah. Right. The of the wax swarm, the pats determined by the ease with which you patched their vicious kin, scurries out of the chamber, swiftly disappearing. Hearing along the corridor outside, after taking a few moments to recover the brutal fight, you step forward to examine the statue shard over which the rats had been swarming. Close examine of the stone st stone fragment reveals to be the head of an idle cow to resemble a giant hideous rat. Believing the statue shard will be of some use, you promptly take possession of it. To carefully searching the west of the chamber. And finding nothing of any particular interest, he once again prepared to resume your exploration of this dark rotten tunnel of the head and the high quarters of, ta of and tail of this idol. Alright, oh, more of these rats. There's a lot of rats in here in case you haven't noticed. One, because rats get everywhere. And two, because of these these idols. Is the third rat of this particular swarm. Uh, good job the... I'm not fighting the rats in realistic numbers. Well, this would take hours. Right, question mark to the west. What could it be? Oh, it, it's another swarm of rats. It's a guaranteed swarm of rats. Two of many. Alright, here we are. Three of many. Just keep bashing them with. Aggressive. So I do more damage. But also take more. If they ever hit me, that is. And they don't. Because it's a plus three roll and I don't have that much HP. Six of many. Seven of many. Eight of many! How many is this many? Number nine. Number nine. Number nine. To quote the Beatles. Number ten. Yes, I'm decimating these wats. Except, actually, I'm killing all of them. Can't, can't, really, can't really say I'm decimating them if I don't know how many wats there are. 128 experience to general. The range of the wax swarm, perhaps deterred by the ease with which they dispatched their vicious kin, scatters into the surrounding shadows, swiftly disappearing into the darkness. After taking a few moments to check over equipment, you once again set off through the festering lair. Okay. In, in, I'm in the, the west side now. There's a little alcove to the north. Suddenly, as you step into a small chamber at the end of the passage, you're horrified by the nightmarish sight that greets your eyes. A massive horde of black-haired wats, their eyes blazing silver, shriek loudly as they swarm over what appears to be a small fragment Stone. Now and again, the, the tide of rodents retreats from the object, giving a clear view of what appears to be part of a statue depicting a large rat. Seconds later, however, the floods of rats swarms forward, crawling and crawling their way over one another as they climb back onto the stone fragment. The giant rats seem to take no notice of you, not for very long though, retrieve the stone rat. Fragments. As you step towards the swarming rats, the vicious rodents, their eyes blazing silver, turn to face you, squeaking wildly. 
quickly come to a realisation. The entire horde is about to surge towards you. You also realise unless you flee immediately, you may not be able to escape this chamber of life. Stand your ground and face the Wat Horde. With a massive horde of giant wats pressing in from all sides, you bravely engage the nearest of the vicious creatures. Due to the vast number of wats that fill this chamber, and the ferocity with which they're guarding the stone fragment, flight from this battle is not an option. The first silver-eyed wat is slain. Just do explain on that one. Here's number two. Four XP. Oh, they're getting tougher. And there's number three. Here's the fourth rat. A quadratic equation. <laughs> yes. Fifth rat. Number six. Lucky for some. That some being the rat, I've just slain. Seven. Yes, it's the. No, I, I, can't, I can't think of any, any pun that goes on. Magnificent seven, but dead. Alright, and they teared at me with their fangs. Oh, 128 experience to general. The remainder of the rat swore. Perhaps deterred, deterred by the ease with which you dispatch their vicious king, scurries out of the chamber, viciously, dis crisply disappearing along the corridor outside. After taking a few moments to recover from the brutal fight, you step forward to examine the statue shard over which the rats had been swarming. A closer examination of the stone fragment reveals it to be the lower torso. Of an idol carved to resemble a giant, hideous rat. Believing that the statue shard will prove to be of some use, you promptly take possession of it. After carefully searching the rest of the chamber and finding nothing of any particular interest, you once again prepare to resume your exploration of this dark, rotting lair. Okay, southwest corner. But first, some rats attack. Yes. I would say why aren't they running out of rats, but rats can frequently appear in ridiculous numbers, even without magical assistance, so it's not really that, that incredulous that there would be gazillions of them. Right, that swarm was done. Right, southwest corner, suddenly. As you step into a small chamber at the end of the passage, you're horrified by the nightmarish sight that greets your eyes. A massive horde of black-haired wats, their eyes blazing silver, sweep loudly as they swarm over what appears to be a small fragment of stone. Now and again, the tide of rodent retreats from the object, giving you a clear view of what appears to be part of a statue, depicting a large wat. Seconds later, however, the flood of rats swarms forward, crawling and crawling and clawing their way over one another as they climb back onto the stone fragment. The giant rats seem to take no notice of you. Retrieve the fragment as you step towards the swarming rats, the vicious rodents, their eyes blazing silver, turn to face you, shrieking wildly. You suddenly come to the realisation that the entire horde is about to surge towards you. You also realise that unless you flee immediately, you may not be able to escape this chamber alive. Alright, I'll fight this horde of rats too. One of many. How many will many be? We'll find out. Here comes two of many. Would it be many many or just a few many? Three of many, yes. The third rat. Four. It's a quadratic equation. Rat plus 
Plat plus zoop squared plus zoop squared equals dad. <laughs> All right. And the fifth rat. When is your battle wage to defeat that? Because there's too many rats. And number six. It would keep going. Oh, five XP for that one. Seven. Eight. 128 experience to generate. The remainder of the wax swarm, perhaps deterred by the ease with which you dispatch their vicious kin, scurries out of the chamber, swiftly disappearing along the corridor outside. So taking a few moments to recover from the brutal fight, you step forward to examine the statue shard over which the wats had been swarming. A closer, closer examination of the stone fragment reveals it to be the upper torso of an idol carved to resemble a giant, hideous wat. Believing that the stone statue shard will be of some use, you promptly take possession of it. So now I have... You seem to have all the shards that will make up the shattered wat idol. I have the head, the upper torso, the lower torso... And the hind quarters and tail. Right, let's, after carefully searching the rest of the chamber and finding nothing of any particular interest, you once again prepare to resume your exploration of this dark rotting lair. Okay, there's a little, uh, there's a little alcove to the south. What could it be? Suddenly, in a small debris-filled chamber at the end of the corridor make a gruesome discovery. Strewn across the centre of the chamber are the skeletal remains of three humans. You examine the leather and chain-clad skeletons closely and determine they are the remains of two men and a woman. Hopelessly rusted swords lie near the deceased trio. The bones and skulls of several large rats are mingled in with the remains of the humans. Seems these three unfortunate adventurers made a final stand in this chamber. You suddenly you spot something on the fleshless finger of the skeleton of the woman. Scooping, stooping next to the thick clad skeleton, you carefully examine an iron wing adorning one of the fingers on its left hand. Engravings of birds decorate the thick band. Believing the wing may have some value, perhaps proved to be of some importance, you quickly take possession of it. It's a thick iron wing. It doesn't do anything statistically. You found the thick iron wing with, with its band engraved with the depictions of birds in flight on the finger of a dead adventurer, deep within the ruins beneath the city of Pakroa. After making a quick search of the west of the chamber, you check over your equipment before once again resuming your exploration of the dark, rotting lair. Okay, that's a bit odd. Maybe Timothy will have a look at it. I mean, you could pretty much, you could just show him any strange item you find. Of course, there is a list of items on the wiki. Alright, I've just walked into a rat swarm. I could have avoided it, but that would leave a question mark just sitting on the map and taunting me. And then I'll just feel, you can't leave yet. There's a question mark on the map you've not visited yet. Fourth. And here's whack number five. Six. Six, six, the number of that beast. Seven. All right, number eight. Another three combat speed. Number nine. Number nine. Number nine. Number ten. And eleven. Blimey, that's a lot of rats. 
three, oh, 128 experience to general. The remainder of the rat swarm, perhaps deterred by the ease with which you dispatch their vicious kin, scatters into surrounding shadows, swiftly disappearing into the darkness. After taking a few moments to check over your equipment, you once again set off through the festering lair. Okay, there we are. Just a couple more things to do. There's a question mark in the way. I think it's going to be a swarm of rats. And it is. One of many. Yes, this is... I think this is the last swarm I'll face. Because... There'll, be so, there'll probably be, be something I can do with this statue. With that statue... In the corner of this dungeon, which might just deal with this rat problem. Well, until someone steals the statue again, that is. And, you know, considering hot adventurers alike. Yep, yeah, uh, you've slain your foe. Alright, yep. Yeah. Or oh, breaks it again. Maybe it was the breaking that. That made the wax go mad. 128 experience to general. After nine wats were slain. The remainder of the wax swarm, perhaps deterred by the ease with which you dispatch their vicious kin, scatters into the surrounding shadows, swiftly disappearing into in the darkness. Taking a few moments to check over your equipment, you once again set off through the festering lair. Okay, just a bit of healing. There might be something. Okay, it's the last little thing to look at in the southeast corner. We're standing at the northern end of a short, wobble-choked section of passage, rising up against the wall of the wall at the end of the corridor. Its rough-honed surface, slightly higher than your waist, with a slow plinth. Perched atop an ornate base. Now, well, the only thing I have that you could put on a plinth is that that wax statue. Now, where is it? Stone idol fragment. Use. You remove the four statue shards from among your possessions. Hold them out towards the plinth. Bright silver glow washes over the surface of the plinth. And rapidly envelops each of the shards. What five hundred and twelve experience to general, and a hundred and twenty-eight experience to all skills and powers. Pretty nice. Without warning, four statue stars fly out of your hand and hover in mid-air, directly between you and the glowing plinth. The shards spin themselves into a silver blur. As the glow animating from the surface of the plinth intensifies, slowly the silver glow that envelops both the whirling shards and the plinth begins to fade. When the last of the silvery light is gone, you find yourself staring down at the fully reformed statue of a rat standing at the foot of the plinth. Yes, I know. Uncertain with, with regards to the importance of this strange item, you quickly reach down and take possession of it. Well, now the idol's no longer shattered, so... Whatever whack god it was honouring is probably slightly less angry now, and slightly less likely just to possess groups of rats and have them attack anybody. Just slightly. View the stone rat idol. This small stone idol carved to resemble a giant hideous rat is approximately the size of a small helmet. It's not that big. It's a portable. Alright, now use. There's an item to use. Okay, I'm. Hmm. Ice from Jews, I'll use the stone idol again. Yes! 
1,024 experience to general, 128 experience to all skills and powers. You place the rat idol atop the plinth. Instantly, the surface of the plinth begins to radiate a bright silver glow, like the glow of the rat's eyes. The glow washes over the idol, and in a few moments it becomes impossible to distinguish the two forms from each other. As quickly as it has appeared, the glow fades, leaving both the plinth and the idol looking exactly as they did only moments ago. Confident that you have unlocked whatever magic was hidden within either the idol or the plinth, or both, you carefully pick up, pick up, the, st- up the stone statue of the rat and place it amongst your other belongings. You clearly recall the bright silver glow emitted by the plinth when you place the reformed rat idol on top of it. Okay, that is this little dungeon complete. Now I can get out of here. And time, move away. Time to continue exploring. Two goals. That's a bit of a bit of a letdown after all those wets. Four goals. Right, that's better. No four of them. Oh no, two goals. Oh no, no, it's not escalating. Just, just it's how it is. Sometimes you get attacked by two ghouls, sometimes you get attacked by four. Sometimes you get attacked by four skeletons instead. Alright, I'm just going to explore some more. It's another ghoul. Alright, keep exploring. Two skeletons. Alright, load a bit of loot. Took that. Nope, nothing that time. Two more skeletons. There's a lot of skeletons down here. But that's not to be expected. I mean, this used to be an entire city, so... The entire population would have turned into skeletons. And that would have probably been over hundreds of years of people turning into skeletons. Suddenly. Now something has turned up. Your exploration comes to a abrupt halt when you spot a tall, hooded, black-robed figure moving in and out among several piles of nearby debris. With your every sense alert for the first sign of danger, you creep closer to the swiftly moving figure, eager to get a better look at who or what is roaming through these ancient ruins. Within 15 yards of the figure, when it suddenly turns in your direction, Revealing a fleshless face tucked inside the bulky black hood of its robe. The haunting stare of the robe skeleton fills you with dread. A silent undead being, its bone hands clutching a small wooden chest, steps towards you and assumes a defiant posture. In that instant, a blue red glow appears in each of the skeleton's hollow eye sockets. Attack the robe skeleton! Okay, remember, black steel axe on. Fighting to overcome the powerful aura of fear projected by the sinister undead sorcerer, you rush forward and launch your attack against the skeletal mage. Yeah, so you see how tough it is? I did 127 damage with the Wand of Dragonfire, and it only took off 4% of its health. Yeah, it would take about a week or so. It would take days to bring it down with the wand. And it will probably still beat me, just by sheer attrition. Yes, the only option I have is to use the Black Steel Axe. There is another option, though. If you defeat a certain multiplayer, you, unlock, you get an item where, together with other people, you can lock a, a dungeon. And if you complete that dungeon, you, if you complete that dungeon, you can get an item which does super damage against this thing. And you can get up to three of them to do even more damage. But it's a pretty 
it takes a lot of, a lot of time for the dungeon to be opened up, so I just use the axe instead. Your head feels like it's about to explode. Your mind is assailed by your enemy's potent psionic attack. Come on. No, not the small attack. I need the big attack. Yep, and... Oh, I went into battle rage. I mean, usually that would be a good thing, but... But against something like this, it's like going into a battle rage against Mount Everest and expecting to destroy it. Yes, keep bashing and bashing and bashing and bashing. Okay, nope, 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 that's enough. Gotta flee. You turn and flee deeper into the ruins, eager to leave the robed skeleton behind. After nearly a minute of flight, you lean up against the base of a toppled stone column to catch your breath. Much to relief, the menacing undead being is nowhere to be seen. Okay, I'm going to heal from that. Without further delay, you quickly check over your gear for once again setting off to resume your exploration. Okay, nothing that time. Suddenly, oh, suddenly is good. Oh, it's that, it's that guy again. Once again, I'm going to attack him. I've got my black steel axe. Go on, black steel axe. Give him the bash. Give him the bash. Yes! Here we go. Your black steel axe flies from your hand and spins into your undead foe. Your enemy has been annihilated. The axe rapidly returns to your hand. The enemy loses 3,080 health. You hack at your enemy with the black steel axe. And then just do two extra damage. Just, you know, just to add insult to injury. And more, and also injury to injury. But mostly insult. <laughs> yes. Yes, so that's how much health this thing had. More than 3,000 health. And this is in a game where uh, where you're the best wall you can get against a foe a foe that this foe that yours that yours over leveled against as possible can only do 39 damage. So yeah, you're not you're not really supposed to take that on regularly. Maybe that's maybe that's not how it's intended to be taken on, but it's not it's not been patched out, so I presume it's accepted. You have slain your foe. Now, thank you, Axe. Thank you, Black Steel Axe. You've done a very good job. I'm going to um polish you or something. I don't know. I don't know what slightly sent slightly alive axes want but if anyone knows they should probably tell me so I can properly thank this axe for doing the entire job you have slain it yes you only get 14 combat XP yeah that's not the that's not the real reward 2048 experience to general. That's better. Without a sound, the fearsome undead mage topples into a heap of splintered bone and, and tattered black cloth. To take a few moments to catch your breath, you step forward and make a search through the sinister being's remains. Then, not having found anything of interest, you turn your attention to the small wooden chest he was carrying. Yes, this was what I really wanted. The chest. What, oh, what could be in this chest? Could there be ATs even? Rare items? One of those stones where you touch them, you get a load of XP? A map? Gold? You don't care that much about gold. 
It's only a small chest, so it can't be that much gold. Let's have a look. The chest isn't locked. I have to examine it closely. You carefully open the lid and discover that the sturdy, iron-branded box contains 11 scrolls. To make certain you're not in any immediate danger for anything lurking in the darkness nearby, you set about examining the scrolls. You unfurl the first of the eleven scrolls in the chest and allow your eyes to wander over the strange symbols etched onto its weathered surface. As you reach the end of the scroll, you're suddenly overcome by a powerful, disorienting sensation. 1024 XP to all skills and powers. Nice. The ancient sheet apartment suddenly crumbles to dust. Oh, that was of historical significance. Taking a few moments to allow the disorientation session to pass, prepare to unfurl and weave the next scroll. You unfurl the second of the eleven scrolls in your chest, allow your eyes to wander over the strange symbols etched onto its weathered surface. As you reach the end of the scroll, you're over suddenly overcome. By a powerful, disorientating sensation. 2048 experience to conjuration. The ancient sheet of parchment suddenly crumbles to dust. Take a few moments to allow the disorientating sensation to pass. Prepare to unfurl and read the next scroll. Unfurl the third of the eleven scrolls in the chest. Allow your eyes to wander over the strange symbols etched onto its weathered surface. As you reach the end of the scroll, you're suddenly overcome by a powerful, disorientating sensation. 2048 experience to destruction. The ancient seat apartment suddenly crumbles to dust. Okay, four is divination. For 2048 experience divination. 2048 experience to elementalism. Number six, 3072 experience to fortification. Hmm. Why is that getting more? Ah, ah, that's why that's getting more. Because fortifications at a higher level. So I'm able to understand more of the mysteries of this scroll. Yep, so there is an advantage to doing this later. Perhaps I should have waited until I have more things above 70. But that would have been a very long wait. Because getting the power to 70 is hard. Because the, the, last, the last piece of training you need is 1,000... Is 11,200 XP to get from 69 to 70. Alright, number the seventh scroll, 2048 experience to gating. Eighth scroll, 2048 to illusion. The ninth scroll, 2048 to necromancy. The tenth scroll, 2048 to restoration. And here's the 11th, 3072 experience to shadow magic. So I've done some more checking. If I've got a power to level 80, I've got 4096 experience to it. I've got it to 90, I'd have got 8192 experience, but... Yeah, I don't think I'll get any power to 90. Because the XP you need to get to the higher levels rises exponentially. So it's just for the... For 70, it's, it's 11,200. But when you get to 80, it's doing, what, 40,000 or something? And it's more than a hundred thousand once you get to the very highest levels. So that means even if you're willing to dip into general experience, you'll be using most of it up. 
And if, say, like most regular people, you're trying to use you try to use use all skills and use specific experience. Um, that's not going to happen unless you grind a lot. All right, crumbles to just. Having concluded your examination of the chest and its contents, prepare to once again set off and resume your exploration of the ancient mysterious ruins beneath Pakwa. Suddenly. Oh, I spotted something else. You're just about to turn and move off into the ruins. Your eyes catch sight of something lying at the bottom of the small wooden chest. You quickly lean over and take a closer look and are surprised to discover that an engraved bone wand now rests in the, in the otherwise empty container. You're certain the wand was not there when you first opened the chest. Realising the wand may prove to possess some value or significance, you promptly take possession of it. It's an engraved bone wand. You found this engraved bone wand. Bone wand in the bottom of the small wooden chest that was carried by the robe skeleton in the wounds beneath Pakwur. With the wand now safely in your possession, you once again resume your exploration of the ruins beneath Pakwur. Okay, I'm going to pause until something turns. Straight away, we got a suddenly. I guess it's the snake. As you're making your way along the edge of a vast field of debris, deep within the ancient ruins, you suddenly become aware of the unmistakable, nerving sound of something large dragging itself across the ground. Instinctively, you press yourself up against one of the cracked columns of a collapsed structure, and wait with bated breath as the sound draws closer. Only seconds later, you're forced to stow for an alarm grasp as the massive black-sailed serpent slides into view, less than 20 yards from where you're standing. The enormous reptile, easily 40 feet in length, and nearly 3 feet in diameter, raises its sleek but bulky head, the loud flickering tongue to chase the air. Unlike the previous encounter with the serpent, however, the fearsome creature remains where it is, seemingly intrigued by one or more of the scents that it discovered. Okay, that means I can attack the serpent or remain where I am. I think I'll remain where I am. After several tense minutes, the serpent lowers its massive head and swiftly slivers off into the shadows, quickly disappearing from sight. Bound to remain in your garden ancient ruins, you promptly resume your exploration. Now, I wanted to do that because I don't think I I didn't have all my magic topped up. Now I do. So now I can explore once more. Alright, I'm going to pause until I find it again. Okay, here comes the snake. I'm fully, fully healed up. Well, okay, five HP is a bit missing. SP, that is. Time to attack the serpent. You steal out of the shadows and swiftly move to attack the massive black-scaled serpent. The fearsome creature, its head as large as that of an ancient dragon, moves about to confront you as you draw to within ten yards of its flank. With a sound that falls somewhere between a roar and a hiss, the giant serpent stretches wide its fang-filled jaws and lunges at you. Pick a number. Bonus of 59. 20 from agility, 10 from luck, 10 from body, 19 from woodmanship. We'll get 75 or more. Success with 147. Markable display of agility, managed to narrowly escape the deadly jaws of the massive serpent. For the keep creature can recoil and attempt another leap, you leap forward and launch your attack. Making every effort to stay away from the massive, black-tailed serpent's deadly jaws, you bravely engage the fierce venomoth. It's a black, massive black serpent. 
Okay, so it's at 18 plus wall, so regular attacks won't work. I shall use the Neverwar Energy Blast. 33 damage, 47 damage, 39, 60, 46, 48, 46, 50, 51, 46, 52. You unleash a powerful blast of negative Neverwar Energy or foe. The massive serpent wears bike and strikes at you. Okay, just got to be sure. Bit of healing. They channel your power of restoration and heal. 20 stamina points restored. Never energy blast. Never energy blast. Never energy blast. Never energy blast. Alright, it is slain. 13 combat experience. 2048 experience to general. With a wagged hiss. It sends a foul blast of air soaring out of the dying serpent's cavernous maw. The fearsome creature, enormous black scale body, shudders violently before quickly becoming still. As you step back from the unmoving remains of the slain serpent, struggling to catch your breath, you can suddenly become aware of a dark pool of what appears to be blood forming beneath the beast's cut and battered head. The dark pool, perhaps an inch deep, continues to expand on the stony ground to its nearly five feet wide. Thin wisps of steam rise up from the surface of the black pool. You're not certain you should get any middle, closer to the puddle of serpent blood. Okay, I am going to get closer. As you step towards the steaming puddle of black blood. The slowly expanding pool begins to ripple and weave without warning. The pool suddenly surges forward, washes over your feet before swiftly retreating. Staring down, aghast, gasped at the sticky dark film that covers your feet, you step away from the carcass of the massive serpent. A sense of terror takes hold of you as your thoughts become jumbled and your head begins to swim. Dark, unsettling images take form in your mind. 1,024 experience to general, 128 experience to all skills and power. Your mind continues to churn as a series of unsettling images pass through your thoughts. You envision a wide, jagged opening in the earth, swaddling the walls and tower of a mighty city as it stands perched on cliffs overlooking the sea. 2048 experience to general, 256 experience to all skills and powers. Your mind continues to churn as a series of unsettling images pass through your thoughts. You envision a pair of large, black, reptilian eyes fixing you with a lifeless gaze from out of a region of impenetrable darkness. 4,096 experience to general. 512 experience to all skills and powers. Your mind continues to churn as a series of unsettling images pass through your thoughts. You envision a lone man locked in mortal combat against a massive black-scaled serpent. The man, near to defeat, suddenly executes a series of deadly strokes that serve to dispatch the fearsome beast. As the serpent expires, however, the shadow of a man swiftly slips away from the scene of battle, leaving the victorious combat alone to alone next to the remains of the slain serpent. As your head begins to clear, you lean up against a large stone block. Once the cornerstone of some grand structure, and attempt to regain your bearings. At last, having recovered from the brief but unsettling episode, you take a final look at the remains of the slain serpent, before once again setting off to resume your exploration.
And that is every pretty much everything you can find in the ruins below Pacqua. Leave the gallery, leave the Hall of Lords west. Now, got a few things to show Tibicliff. Let's see, we got that pair of pair of heart shade emeralds. Show them off. Tibicliff eyes widen as you produce the pair of heart shaped emeralds. He studies them carefully for several minutes. Last he tells you he will give you four adventurer tokens for the, for the gems. There we are. Jimacriff promptly hands you four adventurer tokens and takes possession of the heart-shaped emeralds. Well, I think I know someone who would fancy these, he says, holding up the gems to the light. Quite extraordinary. Show him some more items. What about that thick ring? Thick iron ring. Use. Timothy's eyes widen as you produce the thick iron ring. He stutters it carefully for a few moments and then nods. He tells you he will give you four adventurer tokens for the ring. Here it goes. Timothy promptly hands you four adventurer tokens and takes possession of the thick iron ring. Four adventurer tokens gained. A very interesting item, he says, examining the ring closely. Thank you for bringing it to me. Right, show him some more items. Now, Stone Rat Idol. Probably, I'm not quite sure if I'm supposed to give that away, but I can. The moment you show Timbercraft the Stone Rat Idol, his eyes widen and he steps forward to examine it closely. After several minutes of intense scrutiny, he tells you he's willing to give you four. Venture tokens and 5,000 gold for it. It's most unique. Let me know if you find my offer suitable. So the idol for 480 and 5,000 gold. Uh, Tevokrev promptly hands you four adventure tokens and a bag containing 5,000 gold. They then promptly takes possession of the stone rat idol. Purchase I'm truly happy with, he says. Stroking the head of the stone rat. Thank you again, friend. Now, one more thing to show him. It's that bone wand we found. Yours. The moment you show Timocrif the engraved growth wand, his eyes widen, and he promptly asks if he may examine it. You hand him the wand, and he looks over it. Oh, he looks over it over closely before handing it back. This is a most remarkable piece. I'd be willing to offer you a trade for it, if you're interested. Listen to his trade offer. Tibbukif produces three tattered wolf pelts, each of which have been crafted into a different piece of attire. He lays out a set of leggings, a crude hat and a rugged cape. Each of the pelt items is covered with clumps of grey and black fur. You immediately recognise the three articles to be crafted from the same sort of pattered, tattered wolf pelt that you already possess. I was sold these by a man named Bar... Barnabor, says Timothy. Who is Barnabor? Barnabor the Undaunted! Barnabor is one of the most illustrious adventurers and warriors of the current age. Perhaps second only... Me to Thorbank, and maybe one other adventure whose name I need not mention. Although longer so considered to be an outlaw enticer, due to his known association with several powerful and suspicious characters, Balfour has since mended his ways, and has recently played, paid his debt to the kingdom by a, by a way of a lengthy stint in the dungeons of Seer. Since regaining his freedom, the imposing black-bearded warrior has been involved in several grand adventures and began to restore his name and image, both of which were tarnished due to his previous associations. Do you know him? He told me you were, they were related to some great secret, supposedly somewhere in Fogbois, though well, I'm not, not sure I would stake any sizable part of gold on the claim. Still, there's something about them. 
Trade all three of them for the one. What do you say? Make I make the trade. Tyrica smiles as you as he takes possession of the engraved bone wand. He then hands you the three items crafted out of a tattered wolf pelt. There. Well, there we have it then, says Kimcraft, as he holds up the bow wand, running his fingers along its engraved surface. It's always nice to do a bit of business with a real adventurer. Alright, that's... That is that. I'm going to save. So now... I have 331 adventurer tokens, which means I finally have enough to get the Quickstone and the Residence, which is good, which is very, very good. And also, I now have all the tattered wolf pelt pieces, I'm pretty sure. And so when I put all them on, and I put all them on, I'll be able to go to a certain cave in the fog bar and get some quite nice things there too. Not sure when I'll get round to doing that, but it'll be pretty soon. So next time, I'll be getting those two big ticket items. But until then, farewell, fellow adventurers. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.